This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Aimpoint Research, blending military intelligence with market research capabilities to help agri-food companies. Visit aimpointresearch.com to learn more. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. The Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration is extending an hours of service waiver for livestock callers until November 30th. Allison Rivera with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association says producers are glad to see this action. As we've dealt with COVID, but even pre-COVID, just reminding them that we have uh, live animals on these trucks that, that need to get uh, to the plants and the feed yards and keep those supply chains moving. So we've continued to have those conversations with them. Every time we've gotten to a point where um, the extension, where the uh, exemption is, is going to end and um, they've been uh, very open to hearing our, our concerns and our need to continue the emergency declaration. Current hours of service rules require 10 consecutive hours of rest after 14 hours of on-duty time, which includes 11 hours of drive time. The exemption was set to expire at midnight. Read more of this story at agripulse.com. The House Agriculture Committee set to consider its $89 billion in reconciliation funding in a hearing next week. AgriPulse's Spencer Chase spoke to two committee members about how they plan to approach that process. The House Ag Committee is set to consider its approach to reconciliation legislation moving through the chamber next Friday, and a pair of panel members from Illinois are expecting a spirited debate to say the least. Democrat Sherry Bustos says she hopes the committee will recognize the opportunity it has to infuse assistance into rural areas. This is a really a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity because we're not talking about the farm bill here. We're not talking about the transportation bill. We're not talking about anything that is um, pre-existing. This is, this is all new. And I know there's concern about the price tag that's attached to all of this, but we are getting out of a, a once-in-a-century situation with this pandemic. But Republican Rodney Davis says he's opposed to the bill and its $3.5 trillion cost. I'm looking for a fight, and we're going to fight like hell to make sure that this $3.5 trillion package that can devastate our family farms does not pass. Remember, in this $3.5 trillion package, farmers have come up to me and relayed their biggest concern are the tax changes. He says changes to the stepped-up basis would be hard on farmers and ranchers, but Busto says she's confident the exemption for family farms and small businesses will provide adequate protection for producers. She also says she expects the total cost of the bill to shrink from its current $3.5 trillion. Reporting from the Farm Progress Show in Decatur, Illinois, Spencer Chase, AgriPulse. This next event's something you won't want to miss. The Agricultural Business Council of Kansas City and AgriPulse Communications are hosting the Ag Outlook Forum coming up September 20th at the Kansas City Marriott downtown. The event will bring you up to speed on the ag economy, farmland values, export projections, and more. Attend in person or virtually register at agripulse.com. Here's a word from our sponsor. Aimpoint Research blends military intelligence techniques with market research capabilities to help agri-food organizations discover what's really happening in the marketplace, what's going to happen in the future, and what to do to ensure success. Visit aimpointresearch.com to learn more. Exporters say they're having problems with port congestion and shipping still, despite beef and pork seeing good export volumes in early 2021. U.S. Meat Export Federation Senior Director for Export Services Travis Arp 
says there are cargo backlogs on the West Coast. We're still seeing difficulties on the shipping side for U.S. exporters, and really I would say that it's gotten a bit worse over the last several months. I mean, we're coming into a critical time for imports into the U.S. and the numbers that the U.S. ports are reporting in terms of imported container volume is starting to tick up and with back-to-school season and starting to get into holiday shopping. ARP says the backlogs are forcing exports to find different routes to Asia, trying to identify other ports that have less congestion. We've heard anecdotes from members utilizing the East Coast ports or Gulf Coast ports to get product out to Asian markets. So that's adding two or three weeks of transit time, but ultimately that's still a faster option than having a container sit on the West Coast for multiple weeks until it can finally get on a vessel. As export volumes increase, ARP says problems will only compound from the summer months. That's all for today's Drive Time. For the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.